Hello humans and welcome to the Siobhan Lu Show. I'm a breathwork facilitator, Peace Kakao practitioner and most importantly Scottish. This show is here to inspire, encourage and give you all the knowledge bombs about everything healing. I love sharing the tools and life lessons that have transformed my life as well as talking about wine, my dogs and of course my relationship. Thank you so much for pressing play and I look forward to sharing this epic journey with you. Let's go! Nicole, thank you so hey. much for coming on the Siobhan Lu show. I'm so excited to introduce you to everyone. Um, I just want to say firstly that Nicole has been guiding and teaching me through my cacao course. I did an incredible ceremony with her on Saturday and now I'm excited to hear all about her and her story and hopefully she can um, explain in deep depth <laughs> about your passion for cacao and yeah share it with my um yeah with my community so yeah do you want to start with your story and um yeah go from the beginning (laughs) (laughs) from the beginning well Siobhan thank you so much for having me on on the show I'm honored and delighted and there's nothing I love talking about more than cacao and um cacao ceremony so this is gonna be this is gonna be a lot of fun yeah 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 So my story, wow. Um, I was called to cacao. I had to think about it today. Uh, 10 years ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 10, 10. It took me a while. It was a bit of a meandering path. But Mm. so before that, I had been in the corporate world for 18 years, uh, working for an educational publishing company and had at the, in the end was like, vice president and had a lot of responsibility and a lot of stress. And so Mm -hmm. I left there and started working um, as a consultant and then got back into sort of publishing, but in the nonprofit world Mm. and had a hellish commute and (laughs) a colleague that I just wasn't getting along with. And I was, I had no joy. There was no joy left in my work, in my Mm -hmm. work life. And I remember at that time we would go up to um, Mendocino County um, up here in California, and it's it's beautiful, it's magical with the redwoods, redwood mm-hmm. forests, and on the ocean. Wow. And we would go almost every weekend just so that I could like be in that space. And and that weekend when we went, I was just miserable. And I said to my husband, who is now my ex-husband, mm-hmm. I said, um, I need more joy in my life again. Mm-hmm you know, in my work, maybe I need a hobby was what I said. (laughs) Yeah. And then that day, that night we decided to watch a movie, which I'd seen like at least four, maybe five times before, but, um, my stepson was with us and, and I thought, well, you know, it'll be fun for him to see it for the first time. And it's the movie Chocolat. Okay. With Johnny Depp and Juliette Bonoche. I don't know if you know it. It's, it's no, I've not seen it. I'm gonna. I'm oh, you have to see it. You have to see. It. You have to see it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's gorgeous. And mm-hmm. uh, so I was watching it, and I'd seen it before, and we're cuddled up in bed, and and all of a sudden there's a scene in the movie that I'd never noticed. And whenever I tell this story to people that have watched the movie before, they they don't remember this scene at all. Wow. Okay. So the main character. Um, she is telling her daughter about how her grandparents met and her grandfather was a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I think in France, and he was told to go to Central America to work with, um, 
plants and herbs and discover like the medicinal properties of plants. Yeah. So the next scene is of him sitting around a fire at night being handed by this beautiful Mayan woman, handed a cup of cacao. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I'm like, what is that? Mm. What, what is that? Because then, it, then they fall into like this mad romance and it's all about finding your, your heart's desire and your destiny. And I'm like, oh my God, I need that. Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> I immediately Googled cacao ceremony. I even called it that. Like, like who knew, right? Wow. So 10 years ago, the <laughs> only person I could find online was Keith. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And I'm like, when the heck am I going to get to Guatemala? I have a full-time job. I have a husband and a stepson and a, just mm-hmm. a life. And I'm like, you know, I don't know when that's going to happen. But I realized that I thought, well, I'm being drawn to this. So maybe mm-hmm. I'll just go take a course on chocolate, like understand more about chocolate. So I actually... Uh, took it was a three month long course about working with but more traditionally with chocolate mm-hmm. but you you learned everything how to temper it how to design with chocolate um i learned you know the business and at the end i was a certified chocolatier wow wow and then my husband made like a fatal error and for him and he he on new year's eve that year he said um nicole what would you most like for the new year I said, I want to quit my job and go work with chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, he was like, what? <laughs> so I did. I did. We went, as when I left my, my work, we went to Costa Rica. We toured a cacao plantation. I got to see cacao in the rainforest growing in its natural conditions. I got to eat it right out of the pod, you know, wow. that doesn't even taste like chocolate. Yeah, it's like yeah. sour and, you know. Um, I got to see it made in like a very, you know, rudimentary traditional way. Mm. And I just fell in love. I just fell in love. And then, you know, and then I actually became a a chocolatier and I designed chocolates for wineries, had a blast, had so much fun, but still that spiritual component was not there. So I was still looking for it, still looking for it. And then somehow I ended up signing up for this woman's newsletter and she was a plant medicine teacher out of Scotland. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Do you know where in Scotland? Um, she's, I think at the time, she, I think she was in Edinburgh, but I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not yeah. sure. And, um, and she's moved around a little bit since then. Anyway, she had worked with every plant medicine under the sun. And then she was called to cacao around the same time I was in the beginning and started, um, she didn't want to work with it. She's like, what do you, what, what is this? Like I work with the real stuff. Like why would I want to work with, but she couldn't, she had, she, she, she couldn't resist. She had to do it. And then at the end of that, she worked with it, you know, about two years. And then at the end of it, she reached out to her newsletter folks and said, Hey, I'm going to teach people how to work with ceremonial cacao. Who's in? And I was like, me. That's one of her first students. Yeah. And so it was all done all virtually. This was in uh, 2016. Okay. I was done virtually. Um, she had playlists. She had guided meditations. We had, we did meet on, on Zoom. And then she sent us a package um, full of, you know, things to get started with. And in the package was a bar of Keith's cacao. 
Yay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have to go to Guatemala. Guatemala came to me. Yes. And then I was so ready because I had been waiting years yeah. to work with this, right? I yeah. was so ready. And she did, and my, my teacher did such a beautiful introduction of, you know, teaching us a little bit about the history and mm. talking about the cacao spirit. And so that first um, ceremony, it was profound. It was a yeah. profound awake, awakening for me. I mean, I'm, you know, I felt the presence of the cacao spirit um, and was broken open. Like I cried for about an hour um, during, you know, my time. And, um, and that, was, that was where it all began. And I just kept working with it. You know, every, at that point I was still working. Mm-hmm. But every two weeks, I would hold personal cacao ceremony, like two, two and a half hours of ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then I started working with it more on a daily basis because I really, everything just, the messages I was getting mm-hmm. were profound, the healings, the teachings, my dreams were off the chart. <laughs> I yeah. started, then I started working with my dreams and understanding dream symbolism and like everything was just falling into place. And then of course I was so passionate about what I was receiving um, and how it was transforming me mm-hmm. um, that, cause it was just peeling back layers of thing like armoring that I, you know, protected myself with over all the years and, um, and just attachment to things. And so I was just shed, gently, gently shedding all these things. Mm-hmm. And people were noticing, like I was just showing up more bright and shiny and in yeah. my light. <laughs> and, uh, and then I would say, well, I'm, this is what I'm doing. And they say, can I do that with you? Mm-hmm. So I started just doing like one-on-one, sharing it with friends. And then they'd say, hey, I've got this other friend or, hey, I have this women's group. Can you come in? And then they start paying me for this. <laughs> it's like amazing. Yeah. Um, and it just, it just grew from there. Um, wow. Yeah. So. What an incredible story. And I can't believe it, like, it kind of called you back in and it was like, here's the package and here's the block. And yeah, it was just like, it kind of came to you. That's so lovely. And yeah. with your, um, your first ceremony, can you explain like a little bit, I know some people listening have no idea what ceremony is and what it means. And can you maybe explain like how the kind of structure of like maybe your first one, um, on how you did it and what that means? Cause I know people listening are like, what's ceremony and what's in this cup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there, you know, there is no sort of traditional cacao ceremony. Mm -hmm. So each of us that become practitioners, we find our way with cacao. Cacao sort of teaches us how to hold the space. And then we get to choose like, Mm -hmm. what, what am I attracted to? What, what gifts do I already have? How do I want to share this that, so that I'm sharing from a place of joy, Mm -hmm. right? Of creative Mm -hmm. expression and joy. So um, I think I was really imprinted by my, my, my teacher and how she held it. So she held it much more like a plant medicine journey, um, mm-hmm. so which is like, you know, you are going on an inward journey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, other people share cacao in many, many different ways. Some are like ecstatic dance or um, with sound bath healing, with breath work like you do. Mm-hmm. I'm leading people on this, this shamanic journey. Mm-hmm. So, um, so basically it's, you know, opening the space 
mm-hmm. um, with um, usually a talk, you know, to get everybody sort of, um, you know, understanding a little bit more about cacao and what they're taking into their bodies and just mm-hmm. getting everybody, you know, feeling safe. Yeah. And then we open by with a, with a prayer, um, calling in the cacao spirit to join us mm-hmm. and to bless our, our time together. And then I work with a shamanic drum. So I drum in, and I have an altar. So I create a beautiful altar mm-hmm. that's honoring the directions and the elements and spirit animals and spirit guides and the ancestors and, and the star beings because they're all present with us. They're all yeah. sort of holding space with us. They're our guides. They're bringing us wisdom and healing. So mm-hmm. we just call them in, say, you know, come join us. And I have people drink the, their cacao as, as we're doing that. It's really beautiful and meditative and brings people into their bodies and into their hearts. Mm-hmm. And then, because cacao takes a little bit of time to sort of activate, um, I have people lie down. I say, make a cacao cocoon. So they get all yeah. cozy with blankets and pillows and an eye mask. And, and then I lead a guided meditation, which is really just to, again, relax them, bring them into the experience, maybe sometimes, you know, suggest some things to them that they might, you know, oh, and they also call in an intention. So before mm-hmm. we do that, I say, call in an intention for what you would like to receive. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be anything from like, you need some guidance on something in your life or some inner healing or just some wisdom, or you want to be reconnected with someone who's, you know, passed or, you know, whatever that is. So it can be a wide variety of things. So they, after the guided meditation, then I will do shamanic drumming, but this is like deep rhythmic drumming that's taking people almost into a trance state. Mm -hmm. So it's taking them into their brain into theta wave state, which is the place where like lucid dreaming, you're awake and you're aware, but you're in a, your mind is in a slightly altered state. Yeah. And then that, then after that, I play a sacred music playlist that I've specifically designed um, to take people on a journey. And it's about Mm -hmm. an hour and uh, and they just get to do whatever they want. Some people just curl up in their cocoon. Other people get up and dance. Um, you know, some people will draw. If one woman comes and she always brings her, her paint box and she paints. Oh, wow, how lovely. Yeah, and wow. other people journal. Like, it's, it's, it's really profound. Um, yeah. And then at the end, we all gather back together. And um, usually, you know, I ask people to share. Because mm-hmm. there's such power in um, being witnessed and in witnessing mm-hmm. others and holding space for them, you yeah. know. So whatever's arisen for them to help them sort of sit with it, reflect, um, and integrate it. Because it's an important part that, you know, when we leave ceremony, there's more, right? There's more transformation yes. that's coming. It isn't just what happens in the room. Mm-hmm. It's going to what happened that night in your dreams, what happens tomorrow in the synchronicities that show up in your life, um, the op- whatever shows, you know, whatever's showing up for you, there's, it's just, it's continuing and mm-hmm. you can still feel the presence of, uh, you know, the cacao spirit in your body for several days after. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's sort of the flow. Yeah. Yeah. And I did one of yours on Saturday um, and I actually did a talk about it on like my Instagram, like as a video. Um, and it was kind of like two parts because Instagram wouldn't let me upload. Yes. This. I talked for about 20 minutes about it. 
And it was really funny because at the end, um, when I do breath work, I encourage everyone to share, like I kind of work around. So it's very similar. Um, but when you asked us to share, I was still sobbing. I was like crying so hard. I'm like, I don't think I can talk. And I really wanted to share. Um, and I kind of waited for everyone else. And I was like, I just can't, like, I'm just going to burst into tears and I can't, I can't share. Um, but yeah, I can totally resonate talking about like the drums that you played, like going into that trance state. And I think it was like within two seconds of the playlist, you pressing play, I just sobbed and sobbed. And it's really funny for me because I do breath work and I'm like, why do breath work? Like, why am I crying? Cause I cry so much during breath work. Like, is there more tears? Um, and I explained this in the video, like I just felt held by, it was either like my grandma and I'm so open to stuff like that coming in. Um, cause I always sob about her during always breath work or cacao. Like she always kind of comes in and, you know, for her, it was kind of like, it's okay to still cry. Like it was years ago, but you can still grieve me. But I felt held by her, like the cacao, like I just, it was like, she was kind of holding me in her chest and it was just this lovely feeling of being in that cocoon and being held. And I really wanted to explain that in the video to people without sounding cracker is what I said (laughs) but it was it was such like a lovely feeling and then I went into that dream state where I said I felt I was this is where I asked I said to you how Tom analyzes dreams my boyfriend yeah yeah I, I was a mermaid and I've never been a mermaid in breath work or cacao and I was this mermaid and I was underwater and I was so happy like I was so happy underwater um, but I have a fear of water. Um, I don't, mm. I don't like water and I'm Pisces and I'm like, Oh, I should be this like water baby and love it. And I said to myself, well, let's go up to the top and see like, and this was all happening during the ceremony, like what's going on? Why don't you like it? So I put my head up to the top and I just didn't, I just didn't want to be up there. Like I did not want to be above the water. So I mm. kept coming down and kept kind of coming back up and, um, you know, Tom was kind of saying to me, well, what is it about being kind of on that other side, like doing the kind of inner work of breath work and ceremony? Like you clearly love being on that side more. (laughs) (laughs) And you do kind of being up in this kind of life, like where you're living sort of thing. Um, And that night I had a dream about being on a ship and I always dream about ships and water. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it was just... It was, it was fascinating. It was really fascinating kind of going through the different um, phases of what was coming up. Um, yeah. yeah. When you were talking about being a mermaid, I got goosebumps all over my body. Oh, uh, really? Really? Yeah. Does that like, yeah. does that mean anything for you? Cause you obviously do, you know about dreams and the symbolisms and things. Yeah. I mean, part of it is just when I hear something that's that sort of mystical and magical, my body just responds. Like it's, it's the, it's truth, right. That I'm Mm. hearing when I hear truth like that, when I hear that deep wisdom, that connection, my body just, you know, responds. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, you know, the, 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 it's the deep feminine, Mm. the deepest feminine, Mm -hmm. right. And so many of us, for whatever reason, myself included, have a fear of water. Oh, really? And I know a lot, of, a lot of my clients are women and, a, you know, there are a lot of them who have a fear of water. Wow. And I, I've not yet figured out what that is other, other than it's like we've just not gone into our deep feminine 
Wow. And we're afraid, yeah. we're afraid to go there, right? So yeah. it's about, it is about descending into that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this is like primordial. This is like the womb, right? This is, this is the, that place of, um, and, and, and so I think we're just, we don't, it's the unknown. Mm. It's, it's truly the unknown. Yeah. Right? So to descend into that place and then to know that we can emerge, we can come out of there. We can come up and breathe again and come out into the world, which is much more the material plane. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I think wow. it's just drawing you to, to those depths yeah. you know, so that you can do, so, so that you can do this work and hold that space. Wow. So fascinating. And it's funny you said about kind of like the womb and things, um, because then the next phase of the ceremony for me, like, you know, I'm still lying there all cozy and, um, you know, I'm still talking about my inner work for people listening. (laughs) Um, when I went in there, I get like these really bad, like period pains once a month, they're severe cramps. And the pain came to me during the ceremony, like really deep pain in my womb. And I was like, oh, I'm cramping. Like, why is this happening? And it felt for me, it's like, you need to look in this area for healing. Like, I felt like it was kind of like healing in that area. Um, and I, <laughs> I was saying I needed to go pee. I was like, I've got to like release this energy. And I don't know if you saw me leave. I'm like, I have to go. And I was like, I don't want to go, but do I go? And I just had to go and like release <laughs> all this tension. And then I came back in. I was like, oh, that feels like so incredible. The cramps and the pain had gone. And then I just lay there in this like really blissful state after that. But yeah, it was really just this pain. It was just such an incredible journey. Incredible. Yeah. I can, I can share more about that. And oh, when yes. you were saying that, I went, okay, this is what it is for all of us. Yes, it's please. Healing, it's healing the mother wound. Wow. Okay. So, you know, I didn't even know what that was when I first started working with cacao. I'm like, what is this mother wound? I don't understand. Um, and it's everything from our own relationships with our, with our mothers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's also the ancestral line, our grandmothers and beyond, because there's just been like all this trauma that has been, yeah. you know, gone through, you know, the ancestral line, you know, to us. And we want to break that trauma, right? We want to yeah. end it. It ends with us. Yes. So there's that, but there's also our disconnection from mother earth. Mm. And this is not just about like women, it's all of us. It's men, men who are not connected with their feminine yeah. and the, uh, the disconnection from mother earth, mother earth, the things that we are doing to her, yeah. right? we are destroying our own mother. Mm-hmm. So it's about if we can reconnect, if we can heal that wound, then we are, um, we are whole ourselves Mm -hmm. and then we can be the stewards of you know of mother earth because Mm -hmm. we feel that connection to her so i will tell you my story so that first um around my mother wound that first cacao ceremony that i did so she broke me open i had Mm -hmm. been holding so much like emotions emotional burden for so long cried 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 rolled over in fetal position and just lay there i was exhausted Mm. yeah and i felt i felt her presence then Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, so I, I so, so just to let your, your folks know, this is yeah. like the crazy stuff. Um, so <laughs> great she, stuff. <laughs> yeah, the crazy, great stuff. So I invited her to sit in my lap. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. So she sat in my lap and I was holding her and I said, you must be very, very tired. 
because you're, you're like serving so many people, right? Mm-hmm. And then I felt her presence come into my body. Wow. And, and then I felt my heart and I felt like this, my heart like getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And I was like, why is my heart getting tighter? And I said, and I said to Mama Cacao, I said, um, you're holding on too tight to my heart. She goes, I'm not the one holding on. <laughs> she said, you can let go. Mm. I'm, I am always with you. Wow. So I let go of my heart and my heart immediately opened, but then I still felt her presence in my body and my rational mind goes, oh, like you, I need to get rid of that, right? Like what's that doing in my body? It's mm-hmm. not meant to be there. Mm-hmm. I, I know better now. Um, and I'm like, okay, yeah. how, would I, how would I get her out of my body? Oh, I will birth her out of my womb. Uh, wow. so, I, so I birthed mama cacao out of my womb and and I've never been a bio I, I don't have children I've never biologically had children um, uh, and I birthed her out of my womb and I feel like it was like this f- full circle of healing right yeah. like she healed me and 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 birthed rebirthed me and then i birthed her out of my womb so it was this whole rebirthing and healing of the mother wound and after that my relationship with my mother was entirely different wow entirely different yeah. my relationship with women was entirely different i mean it healed on so many levels um so i think i think that may have been what you were experiencing was the, wow. sort of the pains of yeah. childbirth. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. But like so amazing. Crazy, <laughs> and it's, crazy good. Crazy good. <laughs> and it's funny because this the, the way the ceremony went for me was like my granny was brought in and then it went to the mermaid and then and then it went to the pains and then I needed to release and then I came back into this really blissful state. Like mm. I was just like, oh what a relief. Um, and afterwards I passed out. Like I, I slept for about an hour. I was like, I was so exhausted. And my boyfriend came in, he's like, when did that end? I'm like, I think like an hour ago, but I was just <laughs> gone. Um, yeah, it was just so like exhausting, but in such like a relieving, lovely way. Um, yeah, it's just so crazy how, um, this cup <laughs> of love can just give us this such um, yeah, you've got it in your hand yeah, right I now for, for people that are listening, not watching, um, can just, yeah, open us up to this journey, you know, and I explain this the same with breath work. Um, you know, it's like, you just kind of, I feel like you get what you're ready for when you're open to it. Like I've been doing breath work for two years now and I've never come across anything that I experience in cacao ceremony it's very different and um, but very similar in the kind of the way it's it's set up in terms of like being open to like spirit coming in and surrendering um and the the inner work that it shows you and the integration as well it's just yeah it's it's really amazing um can you maybe explain a little bit of like um, kind of what's going on maybe for the body in terms of like the, I want to say like, I, I love the spiritual stuff, but I know people listening are probably like in their head being like, but how does that work? 
<laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> and I know sure. you explain it beautifully because that's how I learned was, you know, the way mm. you explained it. Mm. Um, so you want me to talk about the science of, of cacao um, or what, what specifically do you want me to? Yeah, maybe just a, a little bit about the science and kind of what's in the cacao that, that, you know, opens our heart and, you know, kind of gets us into that sure. state of bliss, if you like. Sure, sure. Um, so in, in cacao, so this is ceremonial cacao. So mm. this is not cacao that you find in your local uh, store. Um, it's not cocoa powder. It's not chocolate. It's, you know, it is, um, the purest form that we can, uh, that we can get this substance in from the rainforest. And, and so, um, and the way that, you know, um, we, you know, we both are working with Keese cacao. So he chooses it based on its, um, energetic vibration, but also it's, you know, it's nutrients and it's psychoactive compounds. Mm -hmm. And so psychoactive compounds are basically things that are, um, you know, slightly, you know, altering your brain chemistry, mm. um, but with things that our brains are already producing naturally. So, yeah. um, so in cacao, there's something called anandamide and ananda for those of you that do, do yoga is, um, the word word in Sanskrit for bliss. So this is the bliss chemical. It is um, an endocannabinoid. So we all know what that, you know, what cannabinoids do. They make us feel, feel blissful. So, <laughs> so cacao naturally comes with, with bliss in it, right? And so yeah. we get to put that, put that into our bodies. So we, we start, you know, we feel that. And then uh, it also contains um, something called phenylethylamine or um, its short form is PEA. And that is, its name is for the love chemical. So that's the chemical that our body naturally produces when we fall in love. Mm -hmm. And so again, so we're just, we're being, our body is being flooded with like bliss and love and, and this feeling of like unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And then there's also, um, uh, cacao has um, a stimulant in it called um, theobromine. So it's unlike caffeine and there's a little tiny bit of caffeine in, 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 in pure cacao, but the theobromine is a cardiovascular stimulant. Mm. So what it's doing is it's opening all up all, and it's a vasodilator. So it's opening up all your blood vessels. Um, it's also a smooth muscle relaxant. So it's smoothing everything out and you're just like feeling, you know, and, and it also <laughs> yeah. gives you like focused attention as well. So you're like really like, you know, deep into this experience of, um, you know, and, and then it's, you know, you're, it, it feels almost like you're like, people have said, I feel held. I feel, you know, mm -hmm. cause you're, you're just held in, in all this beautiful, you know, chemistry that's in your body naturally. Yeah. And, um, and then from there, you know, it, um, it, it, you know, it just, you, you, you receive exactly what you need in that moment. Yeah, so. it's so true. And I always um, give you credit for saying that you called it one day in our class, grounded euphoria. Yes. 
And I just think <laughs> that is the best way ever to explain cacao. Like ceremonial cacao is just grounded right. euphoria. Like it's, yeah. and I feel, um, you know, when we used to check in with you, it's like, oh, how's like how have you been working with her and what's been happening? And I feel like for me, every week is something you know completely different. Like sometimes she wants to make me, I really want to go inward and meditate and breathe, and other times I want to like create content and talk and um write and blog um and that's how this show came about because the more i i was using her every day it was like that the message i was getting so strongly was use your voice use your voice and um tom has had a podcast for years and he keeps saying to me you need a podcast and i was like no like i don't want one i don't want to do all the work with it it's just not me i'm not this type of person <laughs> the more i had kakao i'm like i, I it's like you can't um you can't not do it you know yeah, right <laughs> and I have to like give in to her and I think um Rick said to me who I did a show with as well it's like she'll kind of come through you like a fire hose <laughs> she'll just like whoosh, like you're just you know if you're open to it you're kind of just on um yeah and the the months that I've been working with her my life has like completely changed in terms of like doing a podcast the way I deliver breath work the like to the playlists I choose now for breathing my meditations are a lot deeper my dreams are insane like they're crazy I kind of wake up in the morning I'm like did I sleep or like you know was was I awake was that a dream and every night they're just you know these really really vivid um vivid dreams so it's yeah it's being it's been the best thing yeah the best thing ever like I'm always so grateful that I kind of came across it it's yeah definitely life-changing stuff absolutely absolutely yeah 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 Yeah, I think that you know it is it is she she just you know when just when you think that you know when you start to set an expectation of this is how the way it's going to be with her, then she changes it up on you. Right. So, um, so, so you, you're, you're, you know, you're always evolving. So it's not like mm-hmm. there's a, it's, it's not like a the practice never gets stale because you know, you, you never quite know what it's going to be and it can change from, you know, day to day. I mean, I have people come to ceremony and they'll have, you know, they're my regulars. They come all mm-hmm. the time. And one, a, a woman came just, um, you know, two months ago and she was like, oh my God, Nicole, I've never had that experience. And it was, it was, you know, a deep experience for her. And, uh, and then she came back last month and she says, oh good, we're back to the love and light again. So, um, you know, it was, you know, so, but she had to, she also had to do her work between, between the ceremonies. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's powerful stuff. Like it really, truly, and I think the most important thing is just to, to open to it allow it, yeah. follow it like you're doing and, mm-hmm. uh, and like I did and just see where it takes you. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And when people, I mean, for me, yeah, sorry. What, for me, when I was, when I was first working with her, I called, um, I called it, you know, following the slender threads Yes. because there were all these things that like, I would be reading a book about dream work and then I'd go, Oh, and then there'd be an, you know, something else in there that would lead me to something else. It mm-hmm. would lead me to something else. And then, you know, you know, and it all came together mm-hmm. right in my, in my work, it informed 
you know, the kind of coaching that I wanted to do. And um, it just, it just informed everything. There was, it was yeah. just like this beautiful flow, magical flow. So. Yeah, that's so true. And um, when people say to me, like, what do you mean um, you were called to it? Like, what does that mean for, oh, my computer just flashed up. <laughs> and what does that kind of look like for someone or what would be like an example of that um, being called to it? Well, even, I mean, just the story that I told earlier, it's like, I wasn't looking to become a, you know, a chocolatier. I wasn't looking to have, you know, a spirit come, come visit me. Yeah. Um, it just, it showed up in the, like, it will show up in the craziest ways, but in ways that will speak to you. Mm -hmm. Right. So for me, it spoke through this movie and literally I felt like she was like, mm -hmm. you know, just t touching me in my heart. And yeah. I hear that from other people. They'll just have it, you know, they'll be in the right place or they'll go to, um, you know, an event and not know what they're with a friend and not the, know what they're going to. And then next thing you know, like they're, they're just pulled. It's like mm -hmm. you're being pulled towards it. It's, you don't even have, um, I mean, you, you're always at choice, but you feel just drawn, you yeah. know, to, to follow this. Um, and it can show up in so many different ways. So yeah. many different ways. I yeah. see like my story was when I did my breathwork course in New Mexico. Um, and I was telling this to Cassidy um, in the other show. And all I heard people talk was talk about was cacao and I was like what's this stuff they're all talking about and I felt left out because I'm like I've never had cacao and it, they were talking about Keith's cacao and right. I said to Cassidy I was like that's all I heard and she was like I didn't hear one person talk about it and I was like and I was on the same course as her with the same people in the same room and she didn't hear anyone talk about it but I heard people talk about cacao more than I did about breath work on the course wow so that was like my kind of first thing and then obviously um, um, she, you know, she facilitates cacao as well. Um, and then she kind of kept messaging me, like, I really think you're going to resonate with it. I think you should try it. And then she was kind of like to me, just order it, just get the block <laughs> and do it. And, you know, I did, I just, that was my kind of like, just go. Um, and I, yeah, that, I remember getting like the first block and doing like a little ceremony and yeah. And then I cried again for like a whole hour. It was just like tears and, but you know, I think crying is such a beautiful, lovely, amazing release. Like after a really good cry, you're like, ah, that was just what I needed. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, I've heard so many stories from practitioners about, and they're, you know, they're always such a delight to listen to because, you know, <laughs> just everybody, everybody has a story. Yeah. Everyone has a story. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. And just, um, before we kind of wrap up and everything, yeah. you've been to, um, Guatemala and you've been, and you've, you know, you visited Keith and the cacao. Can you kind of talk about, did you see like the process happening and did you meet the families and the farmers? Can you maybe just talk about your experience there? Cause I think, you know, I'm planning on going there if we can travel. <laughs> right. Um, so I'd love for you to talk about it and just to, to give um, people listening a feel of kind of where it actually comes from and about Keith and sure. Sure. So last year was the first time Keith um, offered something he calls homecoming. Mm -hmm. So before that, you could go, you know, and sit on his front porch 
mm-hmm. um, on Wednesdays and Sundays or something like that. Twice a week, he held ceremony. So he has held ceremony for thousands of people around the world. Wow. And then last year, he decided to do sort of a retreat. Um, so it was a week long experience and every day we had like morning sessions with him and then some, you know, form of cacao ceremony, whether either with Keith or he would, you know, there were other practitioners around the lake. Um, one, um, uh, we went to a, like a ecstatic dance experience. We went to, um, a sound bath healing. So that was really beautiful to have like just all this, you know, just being in ritual, you know, the the entire week. And then one of the days we traveled because um, where Keith lives is on Lake Atitlan, and that is a Mm -hmm. sacred lake in Mm -hmm. in Guatemala, um, surrounded by three volcanoes. And the Mayan people believe it's the birthplace of all creation. So it alone is powerful on wow. like by itself with or without cacao mm-hmm. um but uh and so he he lives in san marcos so we went um on a boat because it's a huge lake huge huge lake and you go everywhere on boat they're like mm-hmm. 12 different villages around the uh, around the, the lake so we went across the lake and then uh all we got into like these little minivans and drove several hours because um cacao grows in the rainforest so mm. you have to we had to go there um it's much warmer humid tropical mm-hmm. um and while we were there and we also the the women who work with the cacao in Keese village so he supports about mm, 30 families there um mm. Mayan families and the women um they uh, roast the cacao beans and peel them by hand and inspect them. Wow. Uh, and they do this from their home, right? Yeah. So they can Amazing. continue to look after their, their children, right? Mm-hmm. Who are any young ones that are home. And they get this, you know, uh, fair wage. And this is work that they wouldn't be able to do otherwise, right? So yeah. they get to support their families. And then also... Um, Keith has his workshop there, so he also, um, that's where they um, take the beans and then grind it into the paste and then form the blocks. And then he has people, um, local Mayans again, doing that work and doing the wrapping of the bars. So, so he's, yeah, he's supporting, you know, a lot of, a lot of people in that village. So anyway, we went to the rainforest and it was beautiful. We got to meet um, uh, the farmer and his family. Um, they had they put on a big lunch for us and we walked out, in, out into the rainforest and we got to eat cacao beans right out of the pod. They just like chopped them off the tree with a machete, opened them up and we were, we were eating it. And um, it was just magical to just be in that, you know, that experience. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. It would have been so, so lovely, like experience. So, and what did the cacao taste like coming straight from the pond? <laughs> so it doesn't taste like chocolate at all. Yeah. It, so when you open it up, there's like a, a white pulp inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what you actually ferment. The, the beans get fermented in the pulp. And then mm-hmm. the beans themselves are white and they're kind of, you know, gelatinous a little bit and um and they taste kind of fruity almost like kiwi um a little sour you know a little sweet yeah yeah Yeah. and then and then you know what they do is they they pull that out ferment it and then when they um take it out of the fermentation process then they dry it in the sun dry the beans in the sun Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then, uh, and then they can, then that's when you roast them again, like lightly roast them on, um, you know, stovetop or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's just, and that's when they start to taste like like chocolate. Like chocolate. <laughs> and they've gone through that. It's just yeah. such a, like, that's kind of what drew me to it so much. It's such like a, um, like a, like a really loving process, like how it's come from, like, you know, the farmer, the families kind of deal with it and they do it like by hand. And, and Keith and Barbara, they bless every block, don't they? Before it they do. gets shipped they out. Do. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. And the smell, if you've not have a block yet, the smell when you first get that block, you're just like, oh, it's um, incredible. Incredible. It's such an amazing process that they do there. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. It truly is. Wow. So cool. So cool. And is there anything else you'd like to share with anyone um, before we finish up, Nicole, anything you feel that people need to know about this amazing medicine? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I talk about it so much. What do I? What else do I share? And I mean, I think we've really covered, you know, so so much of it. But I, I mean, I truly believe that um, this is the medicine of our times that we yeah. need. You know, it's it's natural medicine, right? Yeah. It's ancient medicine. It's heart opening, you know, medicine, and it's it's legal and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and yet it's, it's, so it's gentle, but, but, but yet powerful, taking us back to a place of connection within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and we can, you know, we can work with it daily, weekly, whenever, whenever we feel called. So, uh, you know, I really, you know, for, for me, it, it was my teacher, healer and guide, truly. Yeah. And, and that's how I hold it, you know, for others is mm-hmm. that she, you know, we, we can do a lot of this healing with her, with her help and support. Yeah. Yeah. For so, sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, life-changing if you're open to it, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Trans- transformational. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And if people want to reach out to you or find out more about your ceremonies and your work, do you have somewhere where they can find you? Absolutely. I have a website. It's soulscapecoaching.com. So what I offer, I mean, ceremony is a part of my work, but I also do transformational um, coaching, spiritual, um, act as a spiritual guide. Oftentimes we're drinking cacao on Zoom and and that's, you know, cacao is always a part of my work. Uh, For a while it, it was sort of separate my ceremony work and then my, my coaching and my spiritual work. And I just brought them all together Mm. um, because I received a message, everything cacao. And I went, okay, what if, what if cacao could be in everything that I do? And so, so that's what I do. Yeah. So soulscapecoaching.com. And I also have a a YouTube channel called Cacao Wisdom, Mm -hmm. where I have some videos with daily practices, really short, you know, sweet things you can do, um, while you're drinking cacao. And, um, and I think I'm on, I'm not on Instagram very often, but I am there as cacao wisdom too. So you can uh, look me up. Yeah. Yay. 
Okay. Oh, thank you so much for spending your time on here and telling us all about cacao and your story. And I feel like um, people will learn so much from this. I mean, I learn everything basically from you. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's just been amazing and such a beautiful journey. So thank you so much for sharing, Nicole. And of course, we'll need to get you back on for some more lovely updates as well. Sounds wonderful. All right. Thank you, Siobhan. It's been beautiful seeing you. (laughs) You too. Okay. Thank you. Bye.